0: Hello, and welcome to The Healing Place with Fee. So, whew, I am feeling so much better. Oh, my God. COVID, yeah, can suck it. Anyhow, um, I always like finding little nuggets of information that I can apply to my life or that helps me to understand my life a little bit more. And more importantly, I love when I can share these little nuggets with my listeners because, you know, trauma is is one of those things it's like the gift that keeps giving and so just when you think you've gotten everything under control then something else happens and then there's a whole new way of experiencing that and or um the wounds that are left behind so today's episode um i want to talk about the four f's of trauma i know you're like what the four F's, I mean, most people heard have heard of three, but there is a fourth one. Um, so the fight, flight, freeze, or flee, or, foul, or fawn mode, excuse me, are the four F's. Fight, flight, freeze, fawn. And so, you know, everyone experiences the four F's of trauma differently. And, you know, so I wanted to use myself as a guinea pig here Um, to tell you how I've responded to the four F's, there is a fifth one, but I'll let you leave that one to your imagination. Um, but I wanted to share with you guys, you know, how I've reacted or responded to the four F's and, you know, some of the different things that you can, um, recognize. So according to simply psychology.org, you know, the fight, flight, freeze and fawn modes, they go like this. So when you're in fight mode, yeah, that's pretty much implied. You're ready to throw some bows. You're ready to hit somebody. You're ready to protect yourself or protect the situation. And, you know, sometimes when I'm in fight mode, you know, I have the urge to want to knock the hell out of somebody, you know, because I just, well, first of all, I don't have a lot of patience. But then when something happens that it makes me upset and angry I'm like, I just want to knock this person off their block. That's not always the best approach to thinking about it. But I think about it, but I would never go so far as to put my hands on somebody, um, especially because I was abused. Um, sometimes I want to cry. Sometimes I either want to cry or I will start crying. And, you know, and of course, any anytime I, I, I start crying, I get an upset stomach right along with it. And so, I mean, it just... Being in fight mode, it's like it just makes me feel like I'm ready to kick somebody's butt and go to the potty at the same time. Anyhow, in um, flight mode, you know, sometimes when I'm I'm stressed out or I'm not being able to understand the situation that I'm in, my first go-to is like I want to go to the gym. Like I'll go to work out even if I know I don't need to work out because I'm just like I need to just I need to keep going. I need to keep keep my body going, or I just need to keep moving. You know, sometimes, you know, I'll get real fidgety and tense or, uh, or I feel like I'm trapped or I'm like in a box and I want to get out the box. That's kind of how I experience uh, flight mode. Um, You know, I'm always like feeling like when I'm in flight mode, I, I feel like I just need to just be moving. I need to move my arms. I need to move my legs. I need to move. my I need to just get up and go. So that's basically what flight mode means. It's like you just want to get the hell out of the situation. Doesn't matter how you do it. You just want to get out, exit stage left. Um, when I'm in freeze mode, you know, sometimes like my heart rate will decrease, but I will hear my heart as if I've got my ear up to it. It's like, it will be thumping out of my chest. And sometimes, um, when I'm in freeze mode, you know, I'll start to get palpitations too, which that's kind of scary. Um, you know, it's not connected to any health issue. Some people are just more prone to um, palpitations, and because I I lived so much of my life in freeze mode, you know, I have palpitations regularly. So sometimes it can be a little uncomfortable. And then finally, um, the last F of trauma um, is fawn. We we really don't hear much about fawn. It's usually fight, flight, or freeze, or you know, as most people call you like to call freeze, flea mode. Um, but being, um, in fawn mode, you know, and this typically happens in abusive relationships or or families or situations, um, you are just like this people pleaser. You're like, even though this person has treated me like crap, I still want to do everything I can to make them happy. Even though this person just called me the worst name ever, I still want to figure out how to fix it. You know, those are some examples of, you know, like, you know, the situation is bad. You know, you shouldn't even be in this situation present day. But you stay anyhow because you want to please that person. Get out of fawn mode. It's not a good place to be. I used to be in fawn mode like all of my life. I mean, I was always, you know, more concerned with pleasing other people, making other people happy. And not doing that for myself. And then after, you know, after so many years of just always looking to please other people, I'm like, screw this. I'm the most important person in my life and I can't make other people happy, period. It's not my job. I can do what I can to make their life more enhanced by my my presence or or me being there. But it is not my duty to make other people happy. If you need to have somebody else make you happy, you need to reassess life. You, know, you you are the only person that can make you happy. And that's just the bottom line. And so once I got out of uh, fawn mode and people pleasing mode, and started being more concerned about myself. You know, that's when the real magic happened. And, and it's not magic, but I call it magic when it was almost like the light bulb went off. All of a sudden, I'm like, I need to do this, 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 and this for my life. And then I started working towards those goals. If I felt like, okay, I wanted to surround myself with the best people. You know, what did I do? I started assessing those that are currently in my life. Are we bringing value to each other's lives or are we just in a constant state of stagnation? If we're not doing anything to better each other's life, and it doesn't matter what kind of a relationship we're in, that relationship is ending. You've been purged because I don't want to feel like that. I'm not making or enhancing someone else's life by me being there. Just like, I don't want anybody in my life that's not enhancing my life or making me feel better. I mean, we all should strive to, to rise above our threshold of where we are to become better. And so, you know, I'm constantly working towards that. You know, I, I, even though I, I had a lot of really bad things happen in my life, I, I didn't allow what happened to me dictate how I was going to navigate through life. I wasn't going to blame, you know, people that had nothing to do with it. I was going to take accountability for what had happened to me and then figure out ways to work through them, i.e. Uh, with a licensed clinician. Um and reading books and writing and these are all things that I do for myself in order to keep the four F's at bay. And, and when they do um their really ugly head, I know how to deal with them. And so, um, you know, if you're feeling on edge or you have the inability to relax or you're constantly fearful or nervous or worrying about things, you know, definitely... Um, reach out to your, your therapist or your, your doctors, um, to let them know so they can help you find ways to cope because there's so many different ways to cope with, um, the four F's, um, that when they do happen or when they do arise, you know, exactly how to deal with them, put them in your pocket and keep moving forward. Um, so, you know, I just want to share that little nugget of information. Um, again, the website is simply psychology.org. And they talk about the four F's. Um, The fifth one, you can put your own word there, but we'll just leave it. Um, So, yeah, I hope that I said something that, you know, helps you to understand that that swirling tornado that's going on in your head, Um, because I have that same swirling tornado. I just know how to to decipher or decode some of the things in my life and how they've evolved or how I've responded or how I've said or whatever the case may be. It helps, all of it helps me really to understand, you know, how trauma has really affected me. And of course, like I said, at the, the beginning of the uh, podcast is trauma is the gift that keeps on giving. So just when you think you've gotten trauma figured out, something else will happen. And that will be another trauma that is on top of all the trauma you've dealt with. And then you, you may find that you'll respond completely different. So you just need to, Keep an eye on those things and and let them um, fall by the wayside. Don't let them uh, destroy your life or make your life a living hell. Because if you don't really um, seek the help necessary to work through them, they can destroy your life because you constantly will be on just feeling like nothing will ever go right. And if you think that long enough, then yes, nothing will go right. So anyhow, um, I hope I said something that... You know, that is inspiring you to take a look at your life and how you react or respond to things and and go, you know, yeah, maybe I was in, you know, flight mode, you know, whatever, you know. But but just be mindful of those things and work through those things, because, you know, yeah, there will always be something that will cause you to want to go to any one of those four. um, But it just helps you to understand it more and have a less uh, reactive response. So of course, you know, when, when the situations account for, yes, be reactive and responsive in the way you should, but, and things that are, that might necessarily, might not necessarily be things that you should be in using the four F's with, this is, you know, just a way to, for you to be mindful. So, um, thanks again for listening to the healing place with fee. Um, take care of yourself and, uh, remember to be good to yourself. Take care.